Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 9th of June. China's export data for May emphasises two points. First, the Covid restrictions in China were absolutely not a lockdown. Exports were strong and indeed stronger than expected. Second, global supply continues to grow at a record pace at a time when global demand is slowing. This is important. Uh, There has been a tendency for some parts of the media to blame weakness in things like German manufacturing orders on, quote, supply chain disruption. This was a narrative that was never terribly convincing at a time when global supply levels have hit record high after record high. China is the world's largest manufacturing economy, and it does come towards the end of global supply chains. What the Chinese data is showing, therefore, is that weakness in numbers like orders data in Europe and the States should not be interpreted as supply chain problems, but instead as a disinflation force coming from slowing demand. Demand is not slowing in a way that suggests recession significantly below trend growth. Some of the demand slowdown is the transitory nature of last year's demand for goods, and that will be offset by demand for services. But investors need to be aware of what can be plausibly blamed for surprises in the economic data. Ahead, we have the European Central Bank meeting, and this gives an opportunity for ECB President Lagarde to speak in public. Not that ECB President Lagarde has ever needed an excuse to speak in public. However, it does seem unlikely that markets will be especially surprised by today's events. This is a meeting that is expected to prepare the way for moves to end the tax on savers that is represented by a negative interest rate. While negative interest rates might have a shock effect in the short term, the longer they last, the more distortionary their effect. And the European Central Bank probably concluded before the pandemic that negative rates were not a great idea. Moving to zero rates over the course of the coming months is therefore being carefully signalled and is widely expected. What will be of more interest to markets is the extent to which the ECB commits to supporting government bond markets when spreads start diverging. The European Central Bank needs to balance the need to allow markets to signal concerns with a single government against the importance of ensuring that markets do not become disorderly and raise a wide range of spreads unnecessarily. The United States is giving us weekly initial jobless claims data. The US labour market is something to monitor, but initial jobless claims are probably not the numbers to be looking at at the moment. A softer US labour market is unlikely to be driven by companies firing workers, but instead any softness would come from companies slowing the pace of hiring, combined with a return to the labour market by younger and older workers. The US firms are unlikely to want to lose workers after the problems of recruiting last year. Although this is likely to be a temporary change of attitude, it seems very unlikely that there's any major structural change in the firing attitude of US firms. However, as demand slows in certain sectors, the need to keep hiring is likely to slow, and there have already been some major companies talking of having over-recruited workers. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.